0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. If you've been following along, then you know in our last episode, it was a sad day for David when he had to leave his friends and family and go on the run from King Saul. After that day in the field with Jonathan, David ran for his life. He ran from place to place. He hid in caves. He hid in strange cities. He even hid in the desert. It was a hard life for David during these times. When David was hiding in the cave of Adullam, his father and his brothers heard about it, and they went down to him there. David also gained a following of men. Men who were in hard times like David came to him. Men who were in distress or in debt or discontented gathered around him and he became their leader. About 400 men were with David. And so David and his men would flee from place to place, hiding from Saul, watching for Saul's men who were constantly looking for him. David would stay in the desert. He would find caves called strongholds and he would go up into the hills of the desert of Ziph. Day after day after day, Saul would search for David. Saul would not give up so easily. He was like a bloodhound on the hunt for his prey. But God did not give David into his hands. Everywhere David ran, God protected him from Saul. Every time Saul would get word where David was, he would journey that way to find him, and every time David would elude him and escape. One day Saul came very close to finding David. David was hiding out in the desert of En Gedi. When Saul heard of this, he took 3,000 of his men from all Israel and set out to look for David and his men. Saul came to the sheep pens along the way and he saw a cave. Saul went into the cave to rest and take a break from all of his searching. But Saul did not know that David and his men were hidden far back in the cave. David's men whispered to David, Now is the day the Lord has spoken of when he said to you, I will give your enemy into your hands for you to deal with as you wish. Could it be? Could this be the moment when David could get revenge on Saul for trying to kill him and take his life? David could easily sneak up on Saul when Saul had no idea he was hiding in the back of the cave. What would you do if you were David in this moment? As Saul was resting in the cave, David quietly snuck up behind him. And do you know what David did? He cut off a corner of Saul's robe without Saul even noticing. Now, David was a man of God. He was a man after God's own heart. David would do nothing without God. He prayed about everything and sought God in all of his decisions. Suddenly, David felt wrong about what he had done. David knew he could have killed Saul in that moment and he might have even been tempted to kill him. But he also knew that Saul was still the king. Even though Saul was trying to kill him, David knew that he must still respect his king. David said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, or lift my hand against him, for he is the anointed king of the Lord. And with these words David rebuked his men and did not allow them to attack Saul. And Saul left the cave and went on his way. Then David went out of the cave and called to Saul as he was leaving. Oh my, what would David say? What would Saul do? David yelled out to the king and said, My lord, the king! When Saul looked behind him, there was David, bowed down and prostrated himself with his face to the ground. He said to Saul in that moment, Why do you listen when men say that David is bent on harming you? This day you have seen with your own eyes how the Lord delivered you into my hands in the cave. Some men urged me to kill you, but I spared you. I said, I will not lift my hand against my master, because he is the Lord's anointed. See, my father, look at this piece of your robe in my hand. I cut off the corner of your robe, but did not kill you. Now understand and recognize that I am not guilty of wrongdoing or rebellion against you. I have not wronged you, but you are hunting me down to take my life. May the Lord judge between you and me, and may the Lord avenge the wrongs you have done to me, but my hand will not touch you. Against whom has the king of Israel come out? Whom are you pursuing? A dead dog? A flea? May the Lord be our judge and decide between us. May he consider my cause and uphold it. May he vindicate me by delivering me from your hand. When David finished saying this, Saul asked, Is that your voice, David, my son? And he wept aloud. You are more righteous than I, he said. You have treated me well, but I have treated you badly. You have just now told me of the good you did to me. The Lord delivered me into your hands, but you did not kill me. When a man finds his enemy, does he let him get away unharmed? May the Lord reward you well for the way you treated me today. I know that you will surely be king and that the kingdom of Israel will be established in your hands. Now swear to me by the Lord that you will not cut off my descendants or wipe out my name from my father's family. So David gave his oath to Saul. Then Saul returned home. But David and his men went up to the stronghold. Dear truth seekers, what will happen to David next? Will he continue to run from Saul? Will Saul continue to chase David? Sadly, yes, Saul would continue to hunt David. David would continue in hiding. It was a hard and difficult journey for David, one he never in a million years expected to happen. What is a truth we can learn from today's story? Did you notice how David respected King Saul, even though Saul was trying to kill him and take his life? David had spent much time with the Lord, and because he had a close relationship with his Heavenly Father, he knew that revenge was not his to get. He knew he must leave that to the Lord. He trusted that in the right time, God would be the one to avenge him. You see, God is a God of justice. He sees the wrongs done to you and to others in this world, and He does not turn a blind eye to it. There is much evil and injustice done by wicked men in this world. Even today there are men like Saul. But we can trust that our God is good, and that means in His goodness He will one day right every wrong. He will one day have justice for all the evil committed in this world. Do you know what else we learn from this story? We learn to be careful how we speak about those who have wronged us. Has someone ever done something to hurt you or said something hurtful to you and you wanted to just lash out at them and say mean and hurtful things back to them or maybe about them to others? The Bible says we must be careful with our words and what we speak against others. David could have complained and talked badly about Saul to his men and they would have listened. But instead, David chose to give it to the Lord. He would not speak badly about a man that had been anointed by God, even if that man was acting badly. And Did you notice how Saul responded when he realized what good David had done? Even your enemies will notice when you choose to do right. If we have been wounded or hurt by someone, too often our tongue wants to speak bad things about that person. We must give our hurt and our pain to Jesus and ask the Holy Spirit to help us use our words wisely. But here's the key. You can't do this in your own strength. I know, I've tried. When someone has hurt me in my flesh, I want to hurt them back. But the thing is, the Bible says that as Christians, when we follow Jesus, we don't live by the flesh, we live by the Spirit. And what does that mean? The Spirit of the living God lives inside of you and me, and the only way we can overcome is by the power of the Holy Spirit living inside of us. It's not by strength, it's not by might, but it's by the power of God living inside of us that we can live as followers of Jesus. When you are tempted to use your tongue to speak hurtful and bad things about another, even if they have wronged you, Go immediately to your Heavenly Father in prayer and ask Him to give you the strength to trust Him with your words. He will. He will always be there to help you. Jesus, more than anyone, knows what it was like to be hurt and wounded by others. During His time here on earth, He was spit at, beaten, and killed. He knows the pain of being treated wrongly, so he can help you when you are hurt too. That's why he came and died for us on the cross, and he rose again, and he now lives with the Father in heaven, interceding for us, ready to help us in our time of need. He knows what it feels like to be treated wrongly, so he can help you when you are hurt too. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in 1 Samuel chapter 24. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Father, we come before you now asking for your help. We know we can't face the hard days ahead of us on our own. We know there will be people who hurt us and possibly say mean things to us or behind our back. Father, when this happens, will you help us to be like David and use our words carefully when speaking of those who have wronged us? You are a good God, and that means you see all wrong done to us, and you do not turn your back. You are a God of justice, and one day you will make all of the wrongs right. Until then, help us not to take it into our own hands. Help us not to hurt those who have hurt us, but rather give us the strength to forgive just as you have forgiven us. Help us to choose our words wisely and help us to give all of our hurt and pain to you. We ask now that if there is any bitterness or anger in our hearts that you would heal it by the power of your Holy Spirit living inside of us. We thank you for sending your son Jesus to heal us of our wounds and forgive us of our sins. Help us to look more like you by the words we speak and the actions we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as always, if you haven't had a chance to leave a review in iTunes, I would so appreciate it. It helps others find the podcast and learn about God too. I look forward to our time together next week.